Hi, it's Dr. Michelle Stafford here with our podcast, Mixed Dentition. And today, my special guest is Carrie Griffin of Little Owl Medicine, who specializes in acupuncture for children and families. Welcome, Carrie, to the show. Hi. Hi. So I think we should start with the basics. Can you define for our audience what is acupuncture? So acupuncture is the um, using the systems that are already in the body to help the body heal. And so in Chinese medicine, we talk about there being channels and points mm -hmm. along your all over your body at different areas. So and along the channels are the points. And the points are kind of like pools of energy. And so when you when you if an adult goes to an acupuncturist and they put needles in certain spots in your body, those spots are those little like pools of energy. And you can think of it like a river and little eddies or little um, little areas that the water may kind of circulate mm -hmm. and hold. And so when you access those points, it helps to um, network with other areas in the body and move that energy along in the way that it needs to. Oh, interesting. That's really interesting. And your background, you were telling me, is as a nurse. Mm -hmm. So how did you make the transition into becoming an acupuncturist? So I'm a pediatric nurse. And um, I, I found that being in the hospital, which I love, you often get kind of boxed into this, um, this set way of thinking mm -hmm. and this one way of doing things. And I'd always been interested in kind of herbal medicine or looking at things a different way. And so it kind of made sense to make that move into a more alternative way of looking at healing the body than the Western medicine, than we look at it in Western medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. So tell me more about specifically how acupuncture works for children. I imagine when you say you're a <laughs> child acupuncturist, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I've had acupuncture before, so I'm familiar with the needles and I bet the reaction people get was like, oh, I don't want to do needles on my kid. They'll never take that. So yeah. describe how that's different for children. So the first thing generally that a parent will say to me when we're talking about acupuncture and I say, oh, I specialize in acupuncture for kids or they're talking about their child and they say, oh, we could do these things. They say, oh, acupuncture is great, but my child would never go for that. They would right. never sit there for those needles. And so I get to say that um, it's not, we don't actually have to do needles. Um, we use, there's, there, is actually, there are actually modalities that are specific for children. And so there's a Japanese style called Shonishin that I use a lot. Mm -hmm. And we don't even, you don't need to use needles. Needles are not the goal. Like they're not the end goal. Mm -hmm. You can use them, um, but we often don't. Shonishin utilizes tiny tools that um, tap and stroke and stimulate different parts of the body on the channels. So there's this, like I was saying before, there's this like networking that happens mm -hmm. under, like in the body. So in children, the, um, the network is 
the points aren't really that developed because children are always growing and changing. Right. And so it would be, it's kind of unrealistic to think like, oh, well, they have all these set points like adults do and everything is where it's supposed to be and that's not actually the case. Mm -hmm. So we really work on those foundational pieces and that means that we work on building up the channels and writing them if they're wrong. Mm. So um, say if you have, if your child has anxiety or digestive issues or sleep issues or allergies, we focus on the channels that correspond with those things mm -hmm. and um, help them to work the way they're supposed to work and then it builds a better foundation for the child. Mm. So you kind of fix them from the building blocks right. instead of going at it top down. So it's like bottom up. Oh, interesting. And what are some other instances why families would come see you for acupuncture? Um, so pretty much any reason that you would take your child to the doctor okay. other than emergency. Right. Definitely don't do that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, you could bring your child to an acupuncturist for. So, like I said, digestive issues, mm -hmm. sleep, um, anxiety, or any of the mental health, anything that falls into mental health, um, allergies, asthma, eczema, um, let's see, what else? Headaches. Um, well, that's really great to know. And pain. Mm -hmm. That's another one I was, adults often, think of acupuncture for pain. Right. And so we all we have a lot of children now that are in all sorts of sports and using their bodies in repetitive motions mm -hmm. and in repetitive ways where they didn't before. So they end up sometimes having pain. Mm -hmm. And so acupuncture helps quite a bit with that too. Oh, that's great. Great, great information. So what age group do you normally see children? So I see children anywhere from infant to 18. Oh, wow. Or right. if they want to continue, sometimes kiddos will keep coming back mm -hmm. um, when they get old enough to make that own decision, <laughs> right. or decision on their own. Um, so when I see the little ones, I'm seeing them for colic right. or sleeping. Mm -hmm. The new families, um, I do breastfeeding support. Oh, great. So um, that's, that's really what is going on with the new ones. Mm -hmm. And in Chinese medicine, we look, especially for children, the digestion is key. So it is often the root of many issues that mm. kids come for. So we're always, so if somebody comes in, one of the things that we talk about the most is how is their digestion? And then we go from there, like what do they eat? How do they eat it? What temperature foods do they like? Um, what are their poops like? Everyone loves that. <laughs> we can't get enough. Right. So, <laughs> so we talk a lot about that. Those are all really important things for us to know about. Mm -hmm. So describe for our audience a typical first visit. So let's say I bring my five-year-old to you for a wellness visit. Yes. What, what does that kind of look like? So um, coming in, one of the best ways, like I love kids. So um, we definitely, aside from a full intake from the parents, mm -hmm. um, as far as like, like I just said, how's digestion? How was the birth? Right. How has their childhood been? Did they meet milestones? Where did they struggle? What are their struggles? What's their personality like? Um, 
what is their temperature like there's all these things that may seem like small um, small insignificant information but mm -hmm. it definitely adds to the big picture um, Chinese medicine is a big picture medicine and so we get to look at the whole thing which is one of the things that I love about it is that I don't just have to look at the one compartment. Right. I can look at everything and pull on all of that information. So while we're doing that with the intake with the parent, um, I'll also be watching the child and connecting with the kids. Kids love to play. Right. So we have a lot of like, we have playthings at the office and we have a humongous beanbag that every, I think every child that comes in there <laughs> puts it on one end of the room, the big great room in the front, run across the room and they land in it. Like yes. everyone, everybody does that. Yes. So um, play is one of the best ways that I can assess that child mm -hmm. and see what's going on. Um, or we do, I have, we have all sorts of ways to connect with the child and see what they are like and how they interact. And then that gives me a good idea of what areas to um, have as a focus that I may want to be looking at. Oh, that's really great. And so what about for a child that says that um, the parent comes because the child has sleep issues, like they're still not sleeping through the night right. and they're in toddlerhood. Yes. Um, yes. How would that appointment differ or what kind of support do you provide for that kind of family? So. Um, after we do, like I said, we do the beginning part, we mm -hmm. do a bunch of talking and we do some playing or talking with the kid or we draw or all of those things. Then we start to go towards the treatment. And I show, I usually take a, take time and show the child the tools that we'll be using. Great. Um, there is, it's kind of hard on a podcast to show exactly <laughs> right. what we would be doing, but um, the treatment is to whole body. Uh -huh. So usually, um, using the different types of tools. So like I said, there was kind of tools for some tapping, mm -hmm. um, scraping, uh, and scraping sounds bad, but it's, right. it's kind <laughs> of like um, a little brush almost. Mm -hmm. So they the tools are really um, easy. And the thing that the kids say the most is that they tickle. Right. So we do it on the arms. We do both arms, both legs chest, tummy, back, um, backs of legs, mm -hmm. and head. And so we go through the entire, it's like a, we go through the entire thing. And if we're doing a general wellness, there's a, it can be very general and it can be very specific to what that child needs and what those issues are like you said for sleep issues. Right. There are definitely areas that I would be working on for that. Mm -hmm. So if your child had a hard time falling asleep, then I would be doing different things than if your child woke often. Ah, so all of that is very, the differentiation between the issues mm -hmm. is, um, guides the treatment. Right, that's great. Um, and I know Chinese medicine talks about um, the mouth too, and as pediatricians, yes. we're gonna have to talk about that. Yes. <laughs> Totally. Do not. you look at the mouth and the tongue mm -hmm. and gather information? Oh, tell me more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see tongues all day long. I do. And so do I. I love the tongue gives us a big, um, a big view into what's going on in the body. So everyone always wants to know what I'm looking at when I look at your tongue. Mm -hmm. um, what I'm looking at is 
it reinforces the information that has been given to me. Or someone could say all these things and then I look at their tongue and I'm like, what are they not telling me? <laughs> there are things that they are not telling me. Oh, or there are things that um, maybe, there may be more going on than what they may even recognize in their body. Mm -hmm. Adults, it's more like that. But sometimes right. I am surprised at when a kiddo puts his tongue out for me that, because um, normally, I don't know if you want this information or yeah. not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like normally your tongue is like pink. Uh -huh. It doesn't really have much of a coat. Right. Um, slightly moist, but not like, you know, it's what your tongue should look like. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's always surprising when a kiddo has like a really dry tongue, mm. that tells me things. Or if it's really puffy, or if it has a really thick coat. Those are all things that we're looking for. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me kind of want to look at tongue. So when mm -hmm. I see a dry tongue, I think, oh, dehydration. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, here, have some more water. <laughs> drink. Drink while I'm in my chair. Yeah, right? <gasps> right. Yeah. So it's so. really interesting. And, you know, I mean, you know, the mouth is the beginning of the digestive system. It so is. it is a pretty big key as, what's, as far as what's going on. Mm-hmm. So Carrie, I'm sure you have experiences where kids come into your office and perhaps aren't <laughs> interested in what you're providing. Yes. What do you do in those cases? So in those cases, I try and keep it really light. Mm -hmm. Generally, the parents are not happy with right. the way the child is not wanting the treatment. And so we will either, we'll try and again, use play and really um, bring the child into the treatment. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes if they've brought a stuffed animal with them or we pick something that I have at the clinic, um, they will, we can do acupuncture on that first and then it's kind of like a back and forth. Right. Or I let the child lead and I say, especially if it's a kiddo that I've seen before, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, pick your tools and then pick three things that we're going to do today. And then I just try and maximize my treatment time and what I'm doing with them. So, and that generally, That's that good. generally gets them through that day. Cause mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, people are coming either after school yep, or in the middle so of hard. a busy day. And yeah. so it's really- um, Kids don't always do great towards the end of the day. <laughs> they don't. And it's hard because I'm, what I'm doing is very, you know, it is regulating and right. relaxing often, but sometimes they're so amped up that mm -hmm. they don't want that at that time. And so you have to figure out a way to give them the treatment that they need mm -hmm. while letting them be in charge of it. Right, and that can be challenging. Yes, <laughs> it can be. You probably deal with that all the time. I do. We try to keep our little ones to the morning. Yeah. When mm -hmm. kids are fresh, I think they do a little bit better. They do, so. they do a lot better. Yeah, they do. So for our parents out there, I know for myself, sometimes the kids are just like, woo, they're just having a crazy day. Yes. And my usually my go-to is to put them outside in the backyard <laughs> because I know they just need to run off their energy. Right. But can you provide, uh, you'll have to describe to our listeners okay. various points or things that you can do yes. um, to try and give them some calming and perhaps before bed, what can we do to mm -hmm. help calm our children? Well, for bedtime, um, I will definitely, I'll talk about a couple points, but routine, as everyone hears all the time, yes. routine helps a lot. Mm -hmm. As much as you can keep that routine the same, Absolutely, that helps when we talk about what a good routine is mm -hmm. before bed. I often will send parents home with homework. 
I call it homework. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's a massage. Like I have um, handouts that I give out that are specific massages based on what is going on with their child. Mm. So I will send parents away with those things and then they can do them. Usually, ideally it's every day mm -hmm. if they can, but sometimes, you know, even a couple times a week is really helpful. That's great. Um, some points for calming down and winding down at the end of the day. Um, the first one that I love is right between your eyebrows. Okay. So like where your eyebrows kind of meet in mm -hmm. the middle, there's that in-between area on your forehead. Right. And so if you have your child lie down mm -hmm. and then use your using your thumb, mm -hmm. stroke upward. Oh, I used like to do alternate. this to my boys when they were infants and yes. help them fall asleep. Right? <laughs> you already yeah. know. And it's, um, and you just both thumbs and you can just do it it's really calming oh that's great yes it's a great spot I really tried it since they were older now I'm gonna go home tonight and try it yeah. I love that do it it's a <laughs> it's a wonderful spot and it's like it is an acupuncture point and um, it is part of the massage that we do there's another point on your foot so in between your big toe and your second toe. I'm get my toe out now. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> watching? Here comes my toe. <laughs> so you bring your, you've got this, um, your big toe and your second toe, and then if you go right in between them, where they kind of meet, where your foot starts, mm -hmm. uh, slide your finger back until you feel the, um, the where the bones meet. And there's in between there there's like a fleshy area because there's no bones there mm -hmm. so if you go all the way back to where the bones meet and then slide forward just a little bit there's kind of a there's a bit of a groove there oh yeah or, I feel that. yeah mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i might so, fall right to sleep yes <laughs> you're just gonna feel so much better i do already <laughs> the forehead one will put you to sleep yeah. this one will just make you calm down oh, I like that. um and so you just push on this both feet huh. mm -hmm. oh that's great yeah Oh, I like that. I'm going to try that out on my kids today. Yes, do it. Those are both real. Those are actually the, my two favorite sleep ones. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. And the one on your foot is also my daughter has um, used to have a hard time falling asleep. She would just um, sleep time is really big for worries. Mm -hmm. And this that point is really good for like mm. worries. That will be good for my oldest. I'm going to mm -hmm. calm him down tonight. Yeah. His little feet, he's gonna love it. He will love it. <laughs> he loves being massaged. So he's <laughs> there gonna you love go. It. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Carrie, any other tips or advice that you'd like to share with our audience today? Uh, I think that, let's see, just letting parents know that there are a lot of ways to help their child heal. Yes. And it doesn't have to be just one way. Mm -hmm. um, I think my biggest message for families and what I like to um, tell people is that the more things you have in your basket, the better. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. I love Western medicine and I love Eastern medicine and mm -hmm. there are amazing things in both. Yes. And so that's great. Um, and I think the more people you have on your team to help yes. with your children, because it really does take a village. It does take a village. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well, Carrie, thank you for coming in today. Thank I you appreciate for having it. me. Yeah, Little Owl Medicine mm -hmm. and excellent website. I've seen your website and you have a little, we didn't even talk about herbal medicine. Maybe you'll have to come mm -hmm. back again to talk about herbal oh, medicine. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> you ta I saw that on your website as yes, well. So. We do. And kids can do herbs, use herbs too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's wonderful. Yes. Next time. Okay. Mm -hmm.
And for our listeners out there, remember to fill the world with smiles. <laughs> no, that's okay. We can fix this. Yeah. So, um. <laughs>